Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Hey guys, Leon Sylvester here from SoberClear.com. We're going to be talking about why 90% of the adult population can't stop drinking alcohol. When you understand these things, it's going to make your journey so much easier. When you can bring awareness to the reasons why most people can't stop drinking, it's going to be paradigm shifting. It's going to help you develop this new worldview where alcohol isn't something that provides something to you. It's something that takes things away from you. Because that's the secret. That's the secret to giving up drinking. It's totally changing your worldview and your paradigm and understanding alcohol exactly for what it is. So let's get into it. So why can't 90% of adults stop drinking? Well, the real reason why, just before we get into all of this, is that they think that alcohol gives them something. They genuinely think that if they drink alcohol, it gives them something. But why is that? When it's so blatantly obvious, like you might be watching this right now and alcohol might be causing you big problems and you know that alcohol is causing problems in your life but you still drink it. Why is that? It makes no sense. Why don't you just stop and get on with life? Well, that's exactly what we're going to cover. So the first thing that we've got to look at is this. It's the, the marketing, right? It's the marketing of alcohol. How is, let's actually just really dissect this and let's look at how alcohol is portrayed. Now, what exactly is alcohol? Alcohol is ethanol, right? If you drink a pint of neat ethanol, you will die. There is no difference between ethanol that you would clean you know, the floors with or whatever, or clean machinery with, or wipe down a kitchen, a metal, whatever. There's no difference between ethanol and alcohol. It's the exact same thing, right? That's what it is. But what does the marketing say? The marketing doesn't say that. The marketing does not say that, here, try this ethanol. No, the marketing portrays alcohol to give you something. And I'm not just talking about you know, the blatant advertisements, right? Because the marketing is a lot more subtle than that. And it happens from day one of being born. Think of the Heineken World, uh, sorry, the Rugby World Cup where Heineken sponsored it, right? So now people are associating alcohol with sporting success. They do really, really well at sport and alcohol is there and they drink the beers to celebrate and all this crap, right? Do you think those, those rugby players are drinking pints of Heineken before they go onto the field? It's, it's just like a mismatch. We look at uh, movies, right? When a character in a movie, let's think of like Game of Thrones when they're when they, oh, what a great show, right? But anyway, let's think of that. And they, and they drink the alcohol whenever there's a stressful situation or whenever there's a happy situation. It doesn't matter. They always drink an alcohol. So we start to see this and we start to think, ah, oh, well, surely if all these characters in a fictional show are drinking it, then surely there must be something about it. So we've got this like way that we view alcohol now. And then we look at our parents and we look at our friends and we look at the people that we look up to. We look on social media. We look at these influencers and they also drink alcohol. So wait a minute, right? So I'm, I'm this person that's trying to figure out the world and I don't really know what's going on. I'm just trying to figure everything out. And I look at the movies and this person's drinking alcohol. And this is a charismatic, charming person that's got everything going for them and they're drinking alcohol. Then I look over to the person that I really admire. Right, let's, let's, let's think of somebody, uh, I don't know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? So let's see, you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger. Look at, he's drinking whiskey. Oh, so there must be something about this. And this is what we believe, right? We look at all these things and we are literally brainwashed into thinking that alcohol gives us something. And this is the crazy thing, right? Is because if you do this and you have a drinking problem and you develop a drinking problem and you want to stop drinking, it's still difficult to stop drinking. It's still almost impossible for most people to stop drinking because they've not actually understood what's going on here. They've not understood the brainwashing from birth 
that makes them think that alcohol is giving them something. They genuinely think that when they drink it, they're going to behave like the character. They're going to be able to handle stressful situations. It's going to give them confidence. It's going to give them courage. It's all a load of crap, right? So this is the first thing that we've got to understand. It's the marketing. And this is keeping most people stuck in a trap that they don't even want to be in. You know, if alcohol came out of the woodworks tomorrow, right? It'd never been a thing. Tomorrow, alcohol was born. There's not a single person on the planet that would drink it. Because think of the reality of what alcohol does to people. It absolutely screws them. But because since day one, it's been like this slow, gradual, almost like, I don't know what you call it, like an attack. No one notices. And because everybody else also believes it, ah, man, it's just nonsense. But anyway, so this is the physics, right? So, so let's, I want to move on to the next point because this is actually, it ties in just right. So the next thing is why 90% of people is because of, it's because of other drinkers. What do I mean by that? Well, what happens when you want to stop drinking? You tell your friend, I want to stop drinking. Really? You want to stop drinking? Why would you want to do that? Why don't you just cut down? Or you go to your friend and say, I want to stop drinking. Oh, I don't even have a drinking problem. I just drink because it relaxes me. And you start looking around you and you start telling people that, and, and what you realize is that everybody's been brainwashed. Everybody thinks that they're drinking alcohol because it's actually giving them something. It's providing that genuine benefit. And it's very, very, very difficult to distinguish fact from fiction when everybody around you is saying the same thing. That's kind of why I create these videos because I want to give you like a totally alternative perspective of what's going on. Because, you know, I've spent a lot of time studying this stuff. I teach this stuff. I have a full coaching program ded uh, dedicated to teaching people this stuff. And that's why I make these videos because most people are not going to give you this perspective. Most people that you talk about, when you say to somebody, I'm going to give up drinking, they're going to hit you down. They're going to be like, why would you want to do that? You just, you know, have, a, have one or two, just relax, blah, blah, blah. The problem is, is that these drinkers believe that they are going to get something from drinking alcohol and it ain't ever going to happen. Alcohol can't give you anything. It's a drug. The only reason why you think it's going to give you something is because of the marketing, right? And I know it sounds crazy and you might not even be ready for this because this is hardcore stuff, right? This is... This is hardcore stuff. Not many people want to hear this. But when I understood this, this is what stopped that 10-year roller coaster, that up and down chaos for such a long time, trying to go to AA, trying to do willpower. Nothing worked. The only thing that worked was this, is understanding what is going on. Next thing that happens, right? Let's say you've got a drinker and they say, right, I'm going to stop drinking. Right, that's it. I'm done. So they, so they say, right, that's it. I'm going to give it a go. The first problem is they've got the marketing. The next problem is they've got other drinkers. Now, let's say that person stops for two weeks and fails. And then maybe they're like, damn, this is really hard. Like, I, I just can't do this. And then they go to a meeting, right? They go to a 12-step meeting. And here they're told that they are, they are the problem. This is catastrophic. Because if they start thinking that they are the problem, right? Guess what happens? If they think that they're the problem, there's no solution. Because when you take this approach of thinking that you are the problem, you can't be fixed. And it's just absolutely nonsense, right? People that, that drink an addictive drug and they try to stop it and they don't understand these things and these other things that we'll get to and they fall flat on their face, that doesn't make them the problem. It makes the drug the problem and it makes the conditioning the problem. But the individual that's fallen for it, they don't have a disease, they're not incurable, it's all a load of tosh. And now that if they really buy into thinking that they are the problem, right? They're going to have this problem for the rest of their life. And the problem is, is that if they actually manage to stop drinking again, using willpower, using whatever, they still think that they have a problem for the next 20 years of their life. Mm, it just makes me want to cry because I tried that. I tried to think that I was the problem. And guess what happened? Absolutely nothing. I kept drinking and I drank even more because 
Now I've got this excuse. I can think that I'm the problem and I'm powerless. And if I pick up a drink, I can't stop because that's what I've been told. And it's crap. It's nonsense. You, you can control your life. You are not powerless. And like I said, if they think that they're the problem, they can't be fixed. And they've got that problem forever. I don't want to live the rest of my life, right, with this sense of doubt in my head that I've got a problem that's incurable and I can never, ever, ever fix this problem no matter what. Even if I stop taking the drug, I've still got this problem forever, right? What about people that stop smoking cigarettes? Do they, are they, are they going to have this disease of being a cigarette smoker for the rest of their life or do they simply stop the drug and get on with their life? We know the answer, right? What about a gambler? A gambler that has a gambling problem stops gambling. Does that mean that that person has got a disease for the rest of their life? The only time that somebody has got a problem is when it comes to alcohol. And why is that? Well, it all goes back to here and here. It's the insanity of the world that we live in. It's the marketing, it's the conditioning, it's the other drinkers that makes us think that we are the problem if we can't stop drinking, but you are not the problem. The drug is the problem. So let's get into this next point. So I want to talk about this. This is a bit of a, a, bit of a strange one, but previous failures. So people can have a drinking problem and they can really make a good effort to stop drinking it, right? They might use willpower, whatever. It doesn't really matter about the method, but they stop drinking it. And they might last a few months. They might last a few weeks. They might last a few years, whatever. But they fail, right? They have a relapse. And what this does to a person is they then start to question, like, am I the problem? You know, it goes back to that square one again. And these failures, it can start to, if you, if you do this multiple times, it all adds up. In, and again, it starts making you think that you are the problem, but it isn't actually anything to do with you. It's all to do with the approach, right? If you're able to break down all of the reasons why you think you drink alcohol, reasoning from first principles, and I've actually made an in-depth video talking about that in the description, which I'll link you to. But anyways, if you are able to break down all of the reasons why you drink alcohol, the previous failures mean nothing. Do you know how I know? Because for 10 years, I had gone up and down, try this, try that, try this, try that, try this. And then on this day, it was done. Like two years ago, I just realized, done. I don't need to listen to anything else that's going on in the world. I don't need to listen to the meetings. I don't need to listen to you know, these people that are using willpower. I don't need to look on Facebook groups for people that are struggling with stopping drinking because I knew it was all nonsense. There is no struggle when you can understand everything that's going on. And it was just like this cutoff point where I was like, oh my God. And when people think about their previous failures and they think of it as, as, as detrimental and they think of it as like part of their character and it's who defines them, it's a very, very dangerous place to be in. It's not a place that you want to be in. You want to look at your previous failures and realize why they were happening. And the reason why they're happening is because you believed all of this stuff. Combined with drug addiction, don't get me wrong, that's a big part of it. Being addicted to a drug is a big part of it. But the solution to getting over it all is pretty simple. You break up, you bring awareness to all the reasons why you drink. And you do that through reasoning from first principles instead of doing what everybody else is doing, which doesn't work because I tried it and it didn't work. And the next point is that another reason why people do it is because when they want to stop, they use willpower, right? The willpower method. I tried it. Most of you watching this video right now has probably tried it. Even people that have gone through first principles thinking if you're a sober clear member and you're watching this, you probably tried willpower at one point in your life. And here's the thing, right? Willpower and stopping drinking are totally unrelated. Do you know how I know? It's because you're probably a strong-willed character. You might have a family. You might have a business. You might have a career. You might have a good body. Or you might have had those things in the past. You are a strong-willed person. But if you can't stop drinking, Again, everybody's going to tell you that you're the problem. You're weak-willed and you can't do it. But in other areas of your life, you're probably doing okay. You're probably doing fine. In fact, you're probably doing more than fine. And there'll be times in your past where you might have done big things that required a lot of willpower. But people try to use willpower when it comes to stopping drinking. And they can't do it because it doesn't work. Why is that? Well, the reason why 
is because they don't understand the conditioning. They think that it's a matter of willpower when it's not. It's a matter of shifting your paradigm and your worldview. And that sounds like quite a complex thing to do. And there's two ways to do it, really. You either do it alone, you study, you do the introspection, you journal, you really try to look at your situation, or the other alternative is you work with me. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.